0: In the name of Jesus, amen. In the outside world, in the secular world, we know well how to count the 12 days of Christmas. And today's the eighth day. And on the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eight maids of meads of milking. But we don't pay an awful lot of attention to the days of Christmas the real Christmas, the Christmas that began with the birth of Christ. There's the terrible days after Jesus is born, where we honor St. Stephen, who was the first martyr who was stoned to death for his faith in Jesus. We don't really mark Holy Innocence Day, the day when, as a very dear friend of mine and colleague said, this is what happens when good comes into the world. Evil emerges and shows itself. I remember uh, one uh, pa- Christmas pageant here, which I know, Alice, you would, you would probably agree that this shouldn't be included in the Christmas pageant. Uh, it was Bob Morris, who was always very innovative. And after... Um, The whole procession came up and we saw the beautiful tableau. He had one of our teenagers dressed as a Roman soldier who came down the aisle with a sword. As you can guess, that did not happen again. (laughs) But today, we mark on the eighth day of Christmas, the naming of Jesus this is the season of incarnation, the season when God becomes flesh. Incarnation is the core of our Christian faith, but most especially the core of our Anglican theology, incarnation. And just, I find during these days that there, there are lots of synchronicities. There are, there are little things that happen that remind me that God is especially around in these 12 days. And so I, by accident, happened upon a poem by my favorite, one of my favorite poems, poets, Mary Oliver, and I'd never heard this one before. It was written in 1986, and I'll read part of it. The spirit likes to dress up like this, ten fingers, ten toes, shoulders, and all the rest, It could float, of course, but would rather plumb rough matter. Airy and shapeless thing, it needs the metaphor of the body. Lime and appetite, the oceanic fluids, it needs the body's world, instinct and imagination, and the dark hug of time. Sweetness and tangibility. In order to be understood, to be more than pure light that burns where no one is, so it enters us like a star. It's the eighth day of Christmas, the season of incarnation, when the Spirit dresses up with ten fingers, ten toes, shoulders, and all the rest. The Spirit dresses up like us, so we may come to know the Spirit, may come to know God. And after these eight days, the Spirit gives a name to this babe that is born, to these fingers and toes and shoulders that will live in the dark hug of time, This name the angel gave before the child was even conceived in the womb, Yahshua, Jesus, God saves. Naming in scripture, in our Abrahamic faith, is a sacred enterprise. It's sacred because naming is more than just Delineating, setting apart who is who, Caroline or Alice, Apprentice. Naming is much more than that. There is great power in naming. In the beginning, we read in Scripture, God speaks the world into being and uses names in creating the world, not for the sake of identifications, but for the creation itself. The very words themselves, when spoken, come into being. And so God's salvation, Jesus, Yahshua, come into being on this day. The word for name in Hebrew is Shem, S-H-E-M. Actually, it's pronounced shame, but I think I'm not going to do that today. I'll just say Shem and pretend I'm not a Jew and I don't know what I'm talking about just because I like the way Shem sounds. Shem and all numbers, all letters in Hebrew are given a numerical value because numbers are also sacred, has the same numerical value as sephir, the word for book. The number is 340, meaning that the word name, Shem, like book, is filled with possibilities and potential. In fact, names are a book. They tell a story they describe a spiritual potential and a life's mission. In the 21st chapter of Proverbs, we read that Shem describes the essential reality of who someone is. Throughout Genesis and the rest of the Bible, names are even changed to reflect new identities and purposes. Abram, becomes Abraham because he is the father of faith. And he learns faith after he is called as Abram, faith and trust in God on his long journey. Sarai, his wife, becomes Sarah because she is the mother of a nation and also embodies faith in God. Jacob becomes Israel. Remember that story of Jacob wrestling with God on the banks of the Jabbok River? And he will not let go until he receives a blessing, and he receives a wound in his hip, and a blessing, and a name change. His name is changed from Jacob, the heel, who cheats and lies, to Israel, one who strives with God and with man. In the New Testament, Saul becomes Paul and Simon becomes Peter, the rock upon which the church is built. From creation, names have been given the highest importance. They are more than just words. They often convey a person's place and purpose in the world. Think of the name of the Hebrew people, the Jews. The word Hebrew itself means immigrant. I discovered that uh, while researching this sermon. Hebrew means immigrant. And they are called to remember that so they know who they are. A wandering Aramaean was your father. Remember that. Holy Name Day acknowledges that creation is not complete without naming. I think we all instinctively know the power of names. Perhaps you liked to hear your parents talk about how you were named. Tell the story of it. It might be that you're one of those people who don't necessarily like your name. And that happens. I know somebody who told me that he never thought his name was right. And he searched searched for most of his life to find out what that real name is. (laughs) So naming is very important. It's tied up with our identity, with our spirituality. Many of us have heard or even said, sticks and stones can break your bones, but names can never hurt you. Never an untruer thing was said. It's one thing to have a broken arm and get it set in a cast, but it's another thing in sixth grade to be called a name. And you know your soul is wounded. Names have power. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, full of grace and truth. And the Word became flesh, fingers and toes and shoulders and instincts and feelings and thoughts and dwelt among us. Finally, I realized that there's some, one of those synchronicities in Matthew asking me to preach today, because several weeks ago I had a dream. You thought you'd get away without my mentioning that, didn't you? <laughs> I had a dream, and in the dream I was hu- hu- holding the holy oil, which we use in the back uh, after communion when people are invited to come forth um, for our healing ministry and be anointed and have prayers said for their petitions. And always I say, this is a very confidential enterprise. We do not talk about this. this is, we treat this as uh, someone's private prayer to God, unless they say otherwise. And so I was holding this oil, and in my dream I said, and I don't know who I was handing it to, take this oil in the name of Jesus and I thought, I wonder wonder what this means. In the name of Jesus isn't usually a phrase I use, but I know that Jesus, from the time I was a little girl, was the one who drew me into the church and into my vocation. And then I found myself a couple of weeks ago not saying the dismissal that we're supposed to be saying, but I said, and it just popped right out of me, let us go forth in the name of Jesus. What a surprise. (laughs) And and I could tell it surprised everybody else too because there was that hesitation. Like, (laughs) oh, thanks be to God. Let us go forth into the world in the name of Jesus. Now, prayer is helpful in uncovering things like this, that one wonders what they mean, but so is Google. So I I Googled in the name of, uh, and it's a common biblical idiom. It means, who is the source, the authority, the originator of something? So today, let us go forth. Fingers, toes, shoulders, legs, hearts, emotions, longings, desires. Let us go forth in the name of Jesus. Let us go forth in the name of Jesus to create in the spaces where we go kindness, love, Mercy, humility, let us go forth in the name of Jesus to help him build the kingdom. Amen.